0: My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop mypatriotsupply.com today. mypatriotsupply.com. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've
1: taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, 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 content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages, we'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it,
2: but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Favorite thing that's happened this week, I think. I mean, I'll get to the best and the worst things in a minute. But above all of those, they've finally tracked down the guy who's got the Brazilian variant of COVID-19. It's it's incredible. Literally, an entire government... We're trying to track down one man um and in the end he just kind of turned himself in which is impressive but does make you worry somewhat about our security services
1: it's saturday it's three o'clock now
2: live from manchester alec feldman Conan Gray in Overdrive, Sabrina Carpenter before that. Hello, afternoon, it's Alec Feldman. It's been a long time since I've had any kind of like social interaction with strangers. A very long time. I had a really awkward one earlier on. Because I was cycling, I was like, let's go pre-show, bike ride, get the, the energy going, have some exercise. But then there were some really slow people cycling in front of me. Which was somewhat annoying. But then one of them their phone just fell out of their pocket, and I was like, oh, okay, and then literally as soon as it fell out, they sped up, and I was like, oh, right, now, now you go faster when I'm trying to chase you, because I was like, let's let's pick it up, but then I, I realised a number of things, including the fact that I don't know how to get the attention of someone who can't see you because you're behind them, and are a stranger, without being really, like, creepy. And I went for like a, a, a yo red jacket. I don't ever say yo, but it felt it felt right. Um, didn't get their attention, so I just kind of waved their phone like in their eye line. And I was like, "Is this yours?" And they were like, "Oh my god, yes!" And then I was like, "There you go," and cycled off. And it was just a strange interaction. I I didn't know what to do there really. Uh, I just felt like sharing that because I feel like this is something we'll all experience in the near future: just forgetting how to interact with people. So. So that's me. That's how I'm feeling today. Just somewhat bruised after a, an awkward, weird experience. Anyway, hello. I hope you're good. This is possibly your last weekend of, of freedom, would you call it that? Some A lot of people are going back to school tomorrow. If this is you, I have one last homeschooling activity for you at ten past four. We're bringing back remote learning which tests your knowledge of foreign languages and, my personal favourite thing, kids' TV shows. That's at ten past four. Also on the way, deep fakes, slow claps. I think I've invented a new word. I want to tell you, number one, to copyright it, and two, to, you know, spread it. More details in about 35 minutes. I want to talk also about recreating things at home from, you know, the old world. And, would you like to be killed... Well, if you would, I assume you you don't, but if you would, I've got a solution for you as well after 4pm. Also, on the way, I've got a 60 second guide. I've got what's going on before 4 o'clock. But first, let's run down the worst and the best things in the world this week. Although, in fairness, I already mentioned one about 10 minutes ago, the fact that this guy who had the Brazilian variant of uh, Covid kind of went missing and the government were in a massive flap and he was just chilling at home isolating the whole time incredible however here are some other things that i am disliking and liking from the last seven days number one not number one you know the worst thing uh you know hermes the courier service uh their reputation is basically just that they're the one that's kind of a bit a bit flaky a bit sloppy maybe deserved maybe not i don't know but all I can tell you is that they've been sending me emails twice a day for several days now asking me to review their service um, which is kind of annoying anyway, even more so when like they just left a parcel like in in a gutter by some leaves outside my front door because nobody was in it's it's, it's creative I'll give I'll give you that and it was kind of disguised because there's loads of like litter and stuff. So in many ways, it, it won't have been Nick just because nobody would have noticed it there. But still, feels like a, a rogue place to leave a parcel. But maybe I will eventually get around to doing this review if I feel like getting my full Karen out. But I probably won't. So that's, that's the worst thing in my life this week. Just being harassed by a courier service. Leave me alone, guys, please. However, I have two good things that have come from this week. The first one. You know how Topshop and Topman kind of, they nearly closed down. In the end, they didn't close down, but like they got bought by, was it ASOS? So basically they've all but closed down because all their shops have gone and it's just the brands that live on, right? So loads of Topshops and Topmans all over the country. There was a huge one in my former adoptive home of Leeds. I miss it every day. Massive one in the town, right? And as the staff were, like, closing it down for the last time, they just left one parting gift for the people of Leeds to enjoy forevermore. They got all the mannequins and they took all the clothes off and they turned them around and put them in the window. So they were just flushing their butts at everyone. And I like that. What a way to go. If you're going to go down, go down in style. So that is one of my favourite things. There's a great picture that I saw. A guy called Pete tweeted it. However... I think even better than that, even better than naked plastic bottoms mooning the people of West Yorkshire. Um, I've got some new pyjamas. That's good. I had some old ones and they, they were so old and so loose that basically they didn't stay up. I, I would stand up and they would fall down. I wouldn't have to do anything. So they were effectively useless. And I was like, right, it's time to take the plunge, buy some new ones, which, funnily enough, were the things that Hermes just left in the gutter. Um, But, you know, they were fine, and they're really comfy, and they don't fall down, and I'm just very happy. And I know that isn't very exciting, but we're in a pandemic. Pajamas are the new suits, marked by words. And I've got a new one, so happy days. Those are the worst and best things in the world this week. Now we have established that, we can continue with the radio broadcast. And after Zoe Wees, I have some good news and some bad news about one of my favourite shows on TV. More details next. This is Girls Like Us. Girls Like Us from Zoe Wees on Wizard Radio. Don't, don't say it, don't say it. Okay, let's move on. It's Alec Feldman. Hello. Joel Corey, Ray David Getter are coming up. Olivia Rodrigo is also coming up. And a great song by Lil Huddy plays before. About 20 to 4. So stick about. Now, though, I have some good news about one of my favourite shows on the TV. The Simpsons is coming back for, for season 33 and 34. Hurrah. Isn't that... Great! It's been going on for for ages. The Simpsons is older than me by quite a long way. Um, you know, many people would say that actually The Simpsons has gone on for about twenty seasons too long, but that's fine. It's still it's still alive. They're still churning out new episodes, and you know they could they could in theory do that forever. I have some exciting science news for you because. You know normally tv shows like this are generally ended by one of two things um the network that they're on cancelling them or um the actors who star in them maybe no longer um well you know you know how it, how living works and they are all getting on a bit now all the voice actors in the simpsons are in their like 60s and 70s and so people are starting to worry about what will become of the simpsons if people you know, start passing away. It's already happened with some of the voice actors for the characters, which is really sad. And so how could the show continue if, you know, in the future, the very distant future, I hope, all of the voice actors are, well, will be dead. AI is the answer. I've been reading about this and people are now suggesting that even even after the entire cast, maybe even the entire writing crew are dead, maybe the animators too, they can still keep making The Simpsons for season 133, 233. It can just keep going on forever because of AI and machine learning. And they can make an AI that can generate new speech based on recordings that it listens to, which is pretty cool. And there's a guy that's been investigating this who is appropriately named Tim McSmithers. Excellent. And he's a researcher. He's a music producer as well. He's made an artificial intelligence that can listen to different, like, voice actors speaking and then recreate their voices. So this guy potentially has the solution that could allow The Simpsons to go on forever, which... Depending on how you feel about The Simpsons post, like, Series 12, is it a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. But I would like to play you some of his efforts, because it's very impressive. What he does, he's made these AI voice models to sound like Simpsons characters, and then he's just started inserting them into random other things. So, have you ever wanted to hear what would happen in the film Notting Hill, starring Hugh Grant, if they replaced the role of Julia Roberts with Homer Simpson?
3: I live in Notting Hill, you live in Beverly Hills. Everyone in the world knows who you are. My mother has trouble remembering my name.
0: But don't forget, I'm also just a boy standing in front of another boy, asking him if this is a donut shop.
2: That's actually not bad. Considering that has been completely generated by a computer- Well, no, Hugh Grant is, is obviously real Hugh Grant. But Homer Simpson being Julia Roberts, completely computer-generated, using like I guess tiny fragments of what his voice sounds like, and it sounds somewhat convincing. Like it's not, it's not perfect. At times, it does sound a bit like Robbardy, and also the intonation's a bit weird. You know, it sounds like you're reading it, um, but unconvincingly. But it's not the worst thing I've ever heard, so that's good. Um, but I've been, just been looking at Mr. <laughs> Mr. McSmithers I hope he has a friend called Mr. McBurns uh, And Mr. McSmithers He has been doing loads of other stuff Kind of in reverse almost So he's taken other voices that you might recognise And he's inserted them into episodes of The Simpsons So, iconic scene There's Principal Skinner, there's Lisa There's Superintendent Chalmers And there's Ralph Wiggum Played here by someone you will probably recognize.
1: And for the first time ever, our computer lab actually has a computer in it.
0: Hi, Lisa. Hi, Super Nintendo
2: Charmers. I'm learning. Now that is kind of spooky because that is actually quite convincing. He's managed to reproduce Donald Trump's actual voice that sounds just like him it's completely computer-generated and made him say dumb things um which is which is really cool also slightly concerning because you know deepfakes there was that deepfake Tom Cruise thing the other week like they are getting quite good now Um, but it's an impressive skill if you you can do it even if it can be used for evil and I'm saving my favorite one until last my obsession with the steamed hams meme has kind of gone unfed for quite a long time. But not anymore, thanks to Mr. McSmithers, because he's done steamed hams, but it's Barack Obama and Joe Biden. I know, it's Trump, isn't it? Obama and Trump in steamed hams.
0: Well, Seymour, I made it, despite your directions. Our superintendent, Chalmers, welcome. I hope you're prepared for an unforgettable luncheon. Why is there smoke coming out of your oven, Seymour? Uh... No, that isn't smoke, it's steam. Steam from the steamed clams we're having. Mm -hmm. steamed clams.
2: I feel like that's, that's kind of the worst of the three that we've heard. You know, it's a good effort, but that doesn't really sound like Obama, and even the fake Trump kind of loses a bit at the end. So, you know, there's good news and bad news that we can take from this. The good news is that the Simpsons could go on forever. The bad news is that the Simpsons could go on forever. And that fakes are now somewhat convincing. But the good news is they're not quite there yet. So we've all got something that we can take from the last five minutes of radio. This is really good. It's Joel Corey and David Guetta and Ray. It's called Bed. The song that Joel Corey would like to become a baby-making anthem. His words, not mine. That is Bed with Ray and David Guetta. And it's on Wizard Radio. Alec Feldman here. Hi. Driver's License is playing next. So is Lil Huddy. Uh... Listen, do you remember back in lockdown one? The first one. So like spring last year, nearly an actual year ago, when that clap for the NHS thing was happening every Thursday on the doorstep, giving it, giving it the big one for NHS workers and key workers and carers and general frontline workers that were doing their bit in the middle of a pandemic to try and get us out of it and look after people who were sick. Do you remember that? That was good, wasn't it? Everyone was really grateful to the NHS, putting like rainbows in the window, talking about how great they were, calling them heroes. A real, a real special time to be in this country. Anyway, fast forward um, just under a year, and it was the budget last week. I'm upset to inform you that Rishi Sunak did not listen to any of our suggestions. Not one. We tried to do a people's budget last week. Um, We talked about such things as um, exempting ice cream cake from the sugar tax or an 80% income tax for people who have got rich off the pandemic. He didn't listen to any of that. I can't believe it. I thought we had his ear, but clearly not. However, he has announced that those NHS heroes that we were all clapping for last year, they're all getting a pay rise. How well deserved. They're getting their pay raised in recognition of all the hard work they've been doing relentlessly for the last year of the pandemic, as well as, you know, the last 10 years where they've had their pay pretty much frozen for a lot of that time. So that's great news. How much is he raising their pay by? You want to know. Well, it's it's going to blow your mind. 1%. 1%. 1% that's that's so, so generous. They get a whole extra 1% literally a global pandemic they've they've worked the backsides off one percent pay rise right i I told him he should have listened to us instead of you know doing whatever he normally does and so people understandably are a bit like what about that they're not happy nhs workers aren't happy i feel like most people are like are you kidding after everything they've done you're going to give them a one percent pay rise what an insult and there are now people who are suggesting (laughs) That we all gather on our doorsteps on Thursday night at 8 o'clock, or I, just, I don't know when it is exactly, probably around then. And instead of clapping for the NHS, we do a slow clap for, for the government, kind of like this, like a. <sighs> well done, guys. Well done. That kind of thing, which I love as an idea. You know, um, the clapping was fun for the NHS, but but slow clapping people we are annoyed at, I feel like that's much more in keeping with with British tradition and British society. Just being really sarcastic and unimpressed. It's what we do. So I would like to give you the opportunity to join in with this. Yes, we'll slow clap the government for their 1% pay rise. But who else deserves the slow clap this week? Who's been getting on your nerves? Who's messed something supposedly simple up? I think I'm going to give the slow clap to, I I keep mentioning this earlier, I sound like such a Karen, to the Hermes um, delivery person who just left my new pyjamas in a gutter outside my front door. That, you know, well well done to them. Uh, thanks so much for doing that. Could have been nicked, could have been ruined. Well done. So what else is deserving of the slow clap? Not not the clap, the slow clap, just just to be clear. 07807 183 538 Text me right now. We'll give some slow claps out. You can email me as well, station at wizardradio.co.uk or on the social media, find us at WizRadio. Who deserves a slow clap? Who has somewhat failed in your eyes this week? Let me know, let me know who they are, what they've done, and then we can all join together and just slow clap them. Very good. Whilst you get on with that, I'll play Lil Huddy, and now, it's driver's license
1: from Olivia Rodrigo. Live from a slightly funny smelling basement in Manchester, this is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio.
2: Lil Huddy. And the eulogy of you and me on Wizard Radio. Um, back when I lived in Leeds, Lil Huddy is what we called Huddersfield. No, that's that's not true. I don't think anyone's ever called it ever. Right. Um, <laughs> that was lame. Olivia Rodrigo was before that. It's Alec Feldman. DJ Snake and Maisie Peters playing before 4pm. And we'll have a game of what's going on as well. Because why not? Um, but first, NHS um, doctors, nurses, staff... Guess how much their pay is being increased by? I told you five minutes ago, it's 1%. They get a 1% pay rise after after all they've done in the last year and beyond, they get 1%. Brilliant. And so people are now saying that we should, we should have a, a slow clap for Matt Hancock and Rishi Sunak and Boris Johnson and all them who give it all that about the NHS and then offer them 1% on their salary. Nonsense. So that's that. They get the slow clap. My Hermes delivery driver gets the slow clap. But who else is deserving of the slow clap treatment this week? Don't forget, by the way, when we do the slow clapping, everybody can join in. We can all do it. It can be like a real moment of of unity all around the world. People can be slow clapping. Amy says, I think we should give my head of year a slow clap. When we go back to school next week, my school's decided to do it on a rotation basis. So we spend two weeks in school, then we spend two weeks out of school. We've got home classes and all that kind of stuff. And so everyone takes turns. I specifically put in a note to ask not to be in the first rotation, but to be on the second rotation. So I would still be home for the next two weeks because my mum's just got over COVID. I really don't want to go to school for the next couple of weeks whilst she's like just getting over it. I feel like I just should be at home. Obviously, the rotor's back this week. And I'm on the first rotation. I'm going back to school on Monday. Thank you, guys. Uh, Well done, head of year. Well done. Everybody join in. Just just a slow clap for Amy's head of year. Putting her in the first rotation to go back to school. Her mom's just got over COVID. Brilliant. Well done. (sighs) Honestly, some people. Ridiculous. You see, doesn't it feel good? Just giving people a slow clap. I'm, I'm having tremendous fun. Sam says, you know, when you see something bad happening in slow motion. Last night, my family was sat in the living room watching the telly. My brother was playing around with this weight we have. Not like a, a lifting weight, just a heavy thing that's there for display. My mum kept telling him to stop playing with it in case he drops it. But he kept throwing it and catching it and messing around. And then guess what happened? He dropped it. Not only did he drop it, he dropped it on our glass table. Which then smashed well done, brother. You officially fumbled it. That's that's fumbled. Well done, Sam's brother. He dropped the weight. He smashed the table, even though he was told not to. Everybody, come on. A nice slow hand clap for Sam's brother. Just as, a, as an aside. Why do people have these like these heavy weights that are just for display? What's the point of them? Because I've got one at home as well. Like, home, home. Right. We've got this thing. It's like a block of... I don't know, like a brick or a concrete or something, and it's got this weird wiry figure that I always thought was some kind of strange ant, but apparently, are two like ballet dancers made out of iron or something, um, and it's just really heavy. And I don't, I don't know why it's there. It's like a really fancy paperweight. I don't, I don't get it. But ev- I feel like everybody's got one of these random, just heavy things in their house for no apparent reason. Should we, should we give a slow clap to heavy objects? Is that Is that unnecessarily harsh? You know, you know, a slow clap for heavyweights. What's the point of them? Well done. You sit there. You achieve nothing. You just look weird. Great. I'm getting getting ahead of myself here. The power's going to my head. Toby says, just before we went into the lockdown, before Christmas, right, that was lockdown. Lockdown two. Yeah. uh, My sister got into a relationship with this boy in a class at school. We all told her not to. We knew we were out to go into a lockdown and she'd get her heart broken. Guess who's now crying in her bedroom with a broken heart because the guy doesn't want to be in a relationship with her anymore after having a three-month lockdown relationship. It's my sister. Slow clap for her for getting her heart broken when we all told her it would happen. Can't take the crying anymore, Toby says. Oh, this feels like a mean slow clap. I'm going to really slow down. Actually, is that does that make it meaner if I slow down the clapping? Do I need to do like a faster slow clap? Well, well done. I I don't know what the clapping etiquette is to be honest, but I mean that is that is sad. Yes, yeah, you tried to warn her, so I suppose that is deserving of a slow clap. But be, be a bit compassionate, just a little bit. A little slow clap, and then um, you know all the all the love and <laughs> warm wishes to your sister. Uh, And hello, Mike, who says, my cat should be slow clapped, Alec. Guess what happened yesterday? She went out at night, which is fine, and hasn't come back since. She's always here in the morning. She could be dead. Who knows? Thanks, cat. And what a note to end on. Thank you for that message, Mike. I hope your cat comes back soon. And let's play just for you and your cat it's it's dj snake maybe it's been eaten by a snake selfish love on wizard radio dj snake selena gomez with selfish love this is wizard radio it's alec feldman hello Maisie peters is on in a second we'll do what's going on for four o'clock listen um you know how we're living in a global pandemic yeah you know how it's been going on for like a year pretty much almost we're getting there That's really depressing. I saw someone tweet earlier that like, we're nearly at the stage now where every day is just a really depressing anniversary of something like things closing, major events, lockdowns, milestones, all that. That's where we're at now. We're nearly at the point where this has been going on for a full year. Like I'm getting memories being like, oh wow. That was was the last time I, I did that. That was the last time I did that. All that kind of thing. It's nearly the first anniversary of the pandemic that we are currently living through. And I was thinking, if we're gonna be talking about, you know, this first anniversary of the pandemic that we are living through, wouldn't it be good if we had a word with which we could describe the first anniversary of this pandemic? Do you not think that'd be useful? And I've come up with one, and I wanna share it with you right now. I want to do this for a number of reasons. Number one, just because I'm quite pleased with myself and I think, you know, you should all hear about it. Number two, because if I share it, you can then start using it and we can get this into common use. And I, I really think this could could catch on. And most importantly, number three, if I say it on the radio, that's like me copywriting it and being like, ha, this is my word, I invented it. So are you ready? Do you want to hear what the word is? That I've invented to commemorate the first anniversary of the pandemic, the pandemic anniversary, if you will, or the paniversary. Yes, that that deserves a fast clap, not even a slow clap. Happy almost paniversary. I know we're not there yet. But I just I wanted to get this word out there. I needed to put my stamp on it. It's like paniversary. It's my word. Pandemic anniversary. Paniversary. You see, it works. It's clever. Right? Yes. Exactly. So, so now I've shared this with you. The word paniversary, which I, um, I'm staking my claim on. I think that's my word. I thought of it a few nights ago. Um, I can tell you the exact date and time because I wrote it down just in case I needed to prove that I invented this word. Um, it was on the 2nd of March. What day of the week was that? That was like uh, when, uh, Tuesday and it was at 8.44 p.m. So on Tuesday at 844 I came up with the word paniversary and and now I think we should all use it. So whenever we're talking about, you know, the fact that we've been in a, a pandemic for one year or we're thinking about things that happened like on this day a year ago when it relates to the global coronavirus pandemic just use the word paniversary be like oh hello happy paniversary or like oh it's the first paniversary of of lockdown or you know, first anniversary of Chris Whitty going on the TV and saying, next slide, please, all that kind of thing. It's the Paniversary. Happy Paniversary. And so now now the only challenge really is to get this phrase into common use. I really want the word Paniversary to catch on. I know it, it sounds a bit stupid in many senses and it's probably quite annoying, but I think I think we should all just agree that the word Paniversary is now a thing, you know, you know, at some point, right, the first person whoever used the phrase Brexit said Brexit for the first time and now look it's everywhere there was a government department literally called the Brexit department all because someone invented the word and so this I think could be a moment just like that remember where you heard it first wizard radio 3:50 p.m. with me that's when you first heard anniversary for the first time it'll be on the Sun this time next week trust me. As long as, you know, you you just drop it into conversation in your daily life. So happy paniversary. Make sure you use the word paniversary. And most importantly, always credit me if you do. Because otherwise, I will sue you. Happy Paniversary one and all. This is Maisie Peters and John Hughes movie. Maisie Peters, John Hughes movie on Wizard Radio. You know how I just went, went all all out and tried to make the word paniversary a thing and claimed credit for it and kind of tried to tried to prove the fact that i have invented this word by saying that i, I wrote it down on the 2nd of march at um at 8:44 uh, p.m. <sighs> I've just I've just checked Twitter right i searched paniversary just to you know make sure and there's one here from the 1st of march at 12.29pm so I was, I was beaten to it by a matter of hours like a day damn it someone, someone called Mel Campbell so his first pandemic anniversary coming up on March 13th call it a paniversary 31 retweets, 173 likes and someone called Jeff saying oh, I was going to tweet this so, it looks like I, I didn't make up the phrase paniversary after all oh well I think we should we should start using it anyway because it's good. It's a good word. It's very neat. Now we've established that, and I've avoided any potential lawsuits, let's do... What's going on? Every Saturday, I like to play a game where you get your creative juices flowing. Um... Creative? Mental? It's in your head. Um, and use your imagination and try and come up with a plausible explanation for a quite confusing collection of sounds that you're about to hear. Um, all you got to do is work out what is actually happening in the clip that I'm going to play. Very, very simple. Once you've got a plausible explanation, send it to me, and I'll tell you if you're right. The clip today is short, it's sweet, and it's noisy. Let's have a listen. <laughs> So we've got, we've got machinery, we've got a bit of a giggle. There's a sort of, uh, some kind of like crashing noise. And then loads of people scream and kind of laugh. And I think, I think there are some words in there, but I'll be honest, I can't work out what they're saying. Don't know if it's in English, might be, might not be. One possibility is that there's like a strong Scottish accent. That's something I've considered. I don't know whether it is or not, but maybe you have a better answer than I do. What is happening in that clip? If you think you know, you can send me a message on 07807 183 538. 07807 183 538. You can tweet at Wiz Radio. You can email station at wizardradio.co.uk. Or if you go onto to Facebook, facebook.com slash wizardradio. We're on there and you can submit your guesses. Just, just have a think, right? What could be the explanation for all of these things that you are hearing in this clip right now? What happens that makes them go like Whoa whoa," Whatever it is If you think you know get in touch with me Have a guess and I'll let you know whether or not You're right at about 10 to 5 This afternoon Now we mentioned it earlier right Homeschooling could be done Soon, I mean, not everyone's going back like immediately. Well, I had a message before saying that they're on like a two-week rotation on-off thing. But for the most part, homeschooling is becoming a thing of the past. Remote learning is kind of done, which means um, this is one of the last opportunities to play the game Remote Learning or Remote Control Learning because because you have to guess what the foreign language kids TV show is. It's a fun little game. We'll do that next. Also coming up, the new song from Rag & Bowman, which is great. The new song from Dua Lipa, which is also great. There are literally no reasons to listen to anything else other than this for the next 60 minutes. Thank you very much. Four o'clock right now, let's have a news update.
1: I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio.
2: Wizard Radio with Rag & Bone Man, all you ever wanted, and Dua Lipa, we're good before that two awesome songs. It's Alec Feldman here. Hello. Pale Waves and Nessa Barrett are on the way very soon. But listen, seeing as homeschooling is, is almost done for a lot of people, in England at least, the schools are reopening on Monday. I know not everybody's actually going back on Monday, but a fair few people will be, or at least in the next couple of weeks. And so that means this is one of the last opportunities we'll get, hopefully, to play the game. Remote Control Learning. It's like remote learning, but with a remote control. Because I'm going to play some clips of some ki- uh, kids' TV shows, but they've been dubbed into a foreign language. If you, gosh, uh, excuse me, you've got to try and work out what the show is, it's very simple. To play the game, remote control learning. Obviously, you can play at home, and James Gilmore can play with me the game right now. Hi, hi welcome back to remote control learning. Is this the one I
3: was very good at or the one I wasn't very good at? Probably the one you weren't very good at. I feel like that's most of them. Yes, true. Well, that's because I get sidelined. But anyway. By, by what? By who? Well, By these silly little games that i have Like, it's not based on anything that I might possibly know ever.
2: What are you talking about? Are you not fluent in, like, Icelandic? No, I'm not. I must have uh, confused you for someone else, sorry.
3: It's right, let's play. Anyone. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Should we play the first For clip?
2: round one, mm-hmm. let's listen to a kids' TV show for very young kids that's been translated into Arabic.
3: i think i know this and not because i've ever watched it but because Mm -hmm. of the music in the background i feel like it's in the night garden that would be a good guess but if you've never watched it or you you claim you've never watched it i've never how do you recognize the music? I don't recognize the music. I just know that In the Night Garden is a very popular, or was a very popular show for young kids, like a kind of CBeebies type audience. Mm. And that sort of music is kind of the thing I'd imagine a show like that would play. And that's one of the only ones I know. So, Okay, that's that's a good justification. Let's find out. Oh, Oopsy Daisy. Sorry, I don't know who Oopsy Daisy is. In the Night is. Garden. Oh, well, I was right. In the Night Garden.
2: Um, oopsie oh, Daisy one. was uh, Iggle Piggles bit on the side, I think.
3: Oh, interesting. Wait, who's they, were, Piggle they had again?
2: a little uh, special
3: friendship going on, I think. Oh, interesting.
2: So, well, yeah, this might have been the one you were good at because yeah. that is a point to you. Very well done. Next, though. We've got something for slightly more grown up kids. Only, only slightly. And it's been translated to Mandarin. Okay.
3: Barney. Oh, I know this. <laughs> yeah, I do. So see. I think they How? may have said the name. Or something that sounds like the name. Okay, what do you think you heard? I think I heard Barney. So what do you think it is? I think it's Barney.
2: Uh, That would make sense. Did you hear Barney? Was it just a trick of the mind? Do you hear what you want to hear? Um, um, no, you did actually hear Barney.
3: Two out of
1: two! Hi, Laura. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Ryan.
0: Am I glad to see you? My kite stuck up in the tree, and I can't get it down. Can you help?
3: Well, I can try. Why didn't you take a clip of Selena Gomez in it? Um, I was operating to a
2: deadline. Fine.
3: All right, well, two out of two. I think this might be the two. one I was good, good at. that's good.
2: Also, I don't remember Barney having such an annoying voice, but he really yeah, does, doesn't he? me either. It? Me
3: either.
2: Wow. Okay, let's get into the third round. You've got 100% so far. I mm-hmm. um, hope you've got 100% at home as well. Next up... Um, this might be easier if you've got a GCSE in this language. A lot of people do. What cartoon character is this, who has been translated into French? Comme je vous
0: l'ai dit, le secret pour réussir une bonne crêpe, c'est de la faire virevolter dans les airs. Et one, et deux, et trois. Hop là! Oh!
3: <laughs> I've got no idea. Um, really? Cartoon character. Cartoon but character. He's an older guy, the voice.
2: there's an adult. Mm. I don't think that was the main protagonist of the show, though.
3: Oh. I um cartoon I never really watched cartoons, you know. Never. This I one might be a ca- bit after your time, to be fair. I was never a ca- Thank you for making me feel old. Um I I, I never I was never a cartoon fan. There are only a couple of shows I like Fairly Odd Parents, obvious. Um, of course Dora Kind of a bit, You know If there was nothing else on I'd watch a bit of Dora But really I was, I was more into The live action mm. so um, do you... I don't think
2: it was Either of those two shows You just mentioned
3: Can we play it again?
2: You can have it again Go on
0: Comme je vous l'ai dit Le secret pour réussir Une bonne crêpe C'est de la faire Virevolter dans les airs Et un Et deux Et trois Hop là
3: yeah i i don't know it's definitely not dora because they wouldn't translate dora in like dora is a the purpose of it is to teach kids spanish french kids can learn spanish yeah but there was no like mass like older man character like that and dora spoke she wouldn't just be giggling I, it's also not Fairly Odd Parents because they wouldn't voice dub it that badly. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm completely stuck. All right.
2: Well, I can tell you they were cooking. They were cooking pancakes, and the TV show was Pepper Pig.
0: The secret of making a good pancake is to flip it
2: high into the air. <laughs>
0: a one, two,
2: three,
3: oopla. <gasps> uh. I, I never watched Peppa Pig, but funny story, um, one of my very good friends, dad, yes. created the software that they use to animate Peppa Pig. What, and that right. is technically... So your,
2: your friend's dad made the software that Peppa Pig is animated with.
3: So technically, I gave birth <laughs> to Peppa Pig.
2: I don't even want to ask how that would be possible. Let's just move on. To round four, the final round, we're back to the live action stuff. And right. actually, I, listen, I was raised on the diet of CBBC, but this one is for the Disney Channel Lovers Hour. Perfect. Artwork.
0: All right,
3: I should get this.
0: Here
3: we go. Yep. you Oh, you've spoiled it.
1: They've said it. <laughs> Thank you.
2: You've been eagle eyed
3: i've been eagle eyed it's what spotted
2: Mont- it's hannah montana i can tell you that you did hear correctly and that was hannah montana but in hindi i'm still not feeling it what do you want her to do surf the crowd yeah damn cool
1: surf the crowd well then i guess i gotta go get another pretzel
3: i love that i absolutely love that alec I got three out of four. I think this was the game I was good at. That is 75%,
2: which um, at GCSE would probably be an A. At university, that would be a first. So you know what? Credit to you. You've done well. Thank you. Thank you. You pass remote education learning. No, what is it, what's it's called? Remote control. There you go. Thank remote you. control learning. Thank you. Whatever I've called this game. So well done. I hope you are now all slightly proficient in Arabic, Mandarin, Frank, and Hindi. You're welcome. Who says the show isn't educational? This is Pale Waves, Fall to Pieces. Wizard Radio. Alec Thurban here playing Pale Waves and Fall to Pieces. Afternoon. How would you like to be brutally, violently, and quite creatively killed? I would imagine you you wouldn't because that sounds very unpleasant. However, if this is something that does interest you, um, number one, why? But number two... I've got the solution for you. It's it's an assassin. An assassin who has killed well, millions, maybe even billions. His name is Andrew Shanahan. And he's he's not actually really an assassin. He's more he's more like an author. Kind of half author, half assassin. Basically right. He's put this thing up on Twitter, sort of offering offering a service. Which is a kind of a fun idea. I'm quite enjoying it says i'm a writer and in my books people quite often die i hate coming up with the names for victims it always takes me a weirdly long time and it distracts me to solve this i'm asking if you will literally let me kill you he's got a website called i and he's put the hashtag i'm writing and so basically andrew andrew shanahan he writes science fiction and in his last book he killed off several several billion people um and, uh, for some reason, I don't fully really understand why, is, I don't know, is he naming these, these billions of people or, or what? I don't quite get that bit, but basically, he wants your name, that's all he wants, and then he'll include your name in his next book and describe the manner in which you die in his fictional book, which is kind of a weird idea, but I kind of like it, it's, it's fun. You could be immortalized in a work of fiction for, for dying in a comical way. He says, um, imagining gruesome and sometimes hilarious deaths for people is tiring work. It leaves little creative energy for thinking of names for those victims who may get dismembered, hoofed out of a fourth-floor window, or incinerated in a cloud of burning hydrogen. So, so there you go. He's offering to kill you off in one of his books. Um, he puts all the names of people that sign up into his hat of death, he won't include your name if it's silly, like Fanny Crinkles or Johnson Todgerhammer. That, those those aren't gonna be in the book, he says. Those are the specific examples he's ruled out. He's also said, you can't complain about the way you die. And if you do sign up to have your name used to be killed off in one of my books, you get a free book, which is, you know, a fair deal. Get killed off, get a signed copy of his book. So I'm very, I'm very tempted. This would be quite fun. Should I, I, I don't know. Do I want to be brutally killed in a book? Do I want to hand over loads of, well, it's not even loads of data, it's just, just my name, isn't it? I don't know, it's hard. So he's asking, he's got like a Google form. Like I said, it's I will literally kill IWillLiterallyKillYou.com if you want to sign up yourself. What's your full name? Um, he wants to know if there's any way you wouldn't want to get killed. Now, I don't know if that's him trying to get us to do his work for him. And actually, if you say, oh, you know, the last thing I would want is to be squished by a steamroller. I really don't want that. And then you end up getting squished by a steamroller in his fictional book. Maybe that's what he's doing. I don't know. Um, But that's basically all he wants. And then at the end, he does obviously give you the option to sign up to his mailing list. But, but, you know, who doesn't? Everybody has a mailing list these days. So that sounds kind of fun. I'm very, very tempted to put my name in and then, you know fictionally die in a book how cool would that be i'm i'm obsessed i i might get involved if you want to get involved and make it into this man's hat of death (laughs) i will literally kill you.com is his website amazing ridiculous but actually quite cool right coming up next have you been recreating anything at home over this pandemic because i have i want to tell you about my most successful one yet after Nessa Barrett and (laughs) Lardy die, appropriate, on Wizard Radio. Nessa Barrett and Lardy die on Wizard Radio featuring Jada. Alec Feldman here, Daya coming up, Jason Derulo coming up. Don't forget as well, we'll find out what's going on in What's Going On before the end of the show at five. So listen, like I said, we're approaching the first paniversary. see, I'm trying to make this a thing, desperately. Um... It's coming up. We've, we've been living this, this weird, boring, miserable life like a year now. And there's lots of stuff that people are missing that we can't do. And ages and ages ago, um, this was in lockdown one. Me and the people I was sort of living with at the time did like a virtual pub thing where we turned the kitchen into like a replica spoons. I put some adverts about Brexit in the toilet. That was, that was kind of it. Oh, and we rotated the table. That was pretty much the extent of of Virtual Pub. But it was fun. It was cool. But I've taken it to a new level this week in recreating the things that we can't do just within my own house because I love the cinema. I was talking about this on the show last week, actually. I really enjoy the experience of going to the cinema. I don't know why. It's just... It's fun. You can watch films anywhere, but going to the cinema and experiencing, like, the floors and the smell and the trailers and the... The toilets? I feel like cinema toilets... like they have a certain distinctiveness to them you know I like all that it's a fun day out you get excited when you you get to the view and you like step on the sticky carpet and smell the popcorn I really like it and I miss it I wish I could do it and so I decided last week just for my own amusement I was going to try and recreate what it feels like to go to the cinema but from the comfort of my own living room so here's here's how it went down right Obviously, I had, to, I had to pick a film. That was that was the easy bit. I went for Gone Girl, which, in reflection, was a mistake because it's really, really dark. That completely messed with my brain, that one. But I, I did that. But then, right, I had to get all the other stuff, you know, all the adverts that go before it. Um, unlike the real cinema, they weren't, like, half an hour. I, I went for, like, about ten minutes' worth. But we had you know adverts Ben and Jerry's I feel like that's always on when you go to the cinema I've stuck their like their actual advert on and just watched it in my own living room which is kind of sad but was kind of cool in a way and like meerkat movies all the things McDonald's that are always on and then obviously I had to get all the like you know the pre-roll stuff so you've got the thing that comes up with a certificate that says this film has been rated 18 and you know they're like hello that I was talking about last week hello little bit of silence makes you notice doesn't it that that I got i got that on there i put that in like a little video playlist and the one with the balls at view um if you've been to view you'll know what i'm talking about if you haven't then this will mean nothing but it's like an advert for their sound system or something where there are loads of like metal animated balls they that was on and just like trailers for upcoming films that bit was kind of weird actually Because I went for, like, loads of films that were supposed to be released in 2020, and then just weren't. So it was like, in cinemas, May 2020. And I was like, ha, no it wasn't. Um, So that was cool. I I had some, like, microwave popcorn that I got given for free ages ago. It's just been sat in my cupboard. So I attempted to make that. Um, It took me a while. I spent about five minutes Googling how to cook microwave popcorn, because it comes in, like, plastic packaging. And I wasn't sure what you were meant to take off. So after I worked that one out, I did that, left it in for too long, was kind of burnt, which was a was a disappointment. But this is the best touch I think. Right, I made I made um the person I live with and myself put sellotape on the bottom of our socks to replicate the sticky floor. That was how dedicated I was to recreating the cinema in my like little basement flat thing I literally made us replicate the sticky floor of going to the cinema That's some would say dedication some would say ridiculous uh, extra, unnecessary, stupid I, I'll take it all but you know what it was fun it was a bit different it made watching a movie which people have been doing like every day for a year just slightly more interesting and it reminded me of what what the real world used to be like oh I miss it so I don't know if anybody's quite gone to these extreme lengths that I've done. But if you have, can you tell me about it? I would like to hear like what have you been trying to recreate just just at home since we can't go out and do anything in the last kind of year on off. What have you been recreating just within your house? I did a cinema. I know a lot of people have done pubs, but what else? Have you have you just sort of tried to recapture and how did it go? Did it work? Did he feel like you were really there or, or not? Nah? Is anybody else being as extra as I've been? If you have, then let me know. My number, 07807 You can tweet at Wiz Radio. You can email station at wizardradio.co.uk. And let me know if this is something you can relate to in any way whatsoever. Jason Derulo's coming up. Day a bad girl playing in a second After I share with you the extensive research I've done into Daya, just to help you learn a little bit about who she is as an artist, I've cut it down. I've only got 60 seconds worth, but it is all completely true. So let's do it.
1: Alex, totally accurate, Definitely not made up 60 second
2: guide. Daya's name might ring a bell to you and that's because she's featured on a chain smoker song in the past. You know the one. Daya is the iconic voice who immortalized the phrase but first let me take a selfie she was only 16 when she recorded that and it's followed her around ever since she completely milks it for all it's worth she regularly interrupts gatherings and events just to crowbar that catchphrase in the worst time that was when she was attending the funeral of uh, her great uncle the reverend announced that the coffin would be lowered into its final resting place then she she got out her iphone she dived in front of it and yelled but first, let me take a selfie. Her parents were humiliated and dragged her back to the car. But the video went viral on YouTube. It has over 4 million views. So who's the real winner here? Her new album is out later in the year. She announced it by tweeting, new album coming in 2021. I hope I don't let you down. And it was followed by four rolling over crying with laughter emojis. So there you go. That is Dea in 60 seconds.
1: Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance.
2: Wizard Radio with Jason Derulo, Adam Levine, lifestyle. Day of Bad Girl before that. Alec Feldman on till five. Then it's Miles' turn to do some radio. Ariana Grande is on the way. So is Doja Cat. But before that, I wanted to know whether you've tried to recreate anything from like the old world, you know, the pre-COVID world. Just like at home. I did the cinema this week to the point where I even tried to recreate some sticky floors. I did at one point consider actually like spilling something on the floor to make it sticky, but I was like, that's that's not a good idea. That'll be annoying to clean. However, if I put sellotape tape on my shoes, then it will feel like a sticky floor without actually having to spill like orange juice, which will be a massive mess and smell. So that was kind of fun. Um, hi to Callum. Callum says in the first lockdown, I decided I was gonna use the time at home productively. I was going to start working out, you know, developing the muscles. I thought the solution would be to make a home gym. Problem is, I've never actually been to a gym. I didn't have much to base it on. So I just grabbed some masking tape and I designated different bits of like the room a push-ups area, a squats area, bought some like tiny weights off Amazon so I could lift, bro. And I even designated a mat as being my jogging mat. It won't be surprising to you to learn that I'm still muscleless. Well, you know, it's a shame you tried you, you got the masking tape out and everything did you did you i mean how far did you go did you not try and designate like a a changing room or get some speakers that play music that you don't particularly like but get no say in that would be a real a real gym i think but then i'm also like you callum someone that's never really been to a gym um but that's how i imagine it would be I might be right. I might not be. But, you know, I've seen pictures of gyms. I've walked past gyms, but never actually been in. Actually, no, my school had a gym. In my school gym, there was Wii Fit. That's not a joke. So maybe get some Wii Fit as well. Freddie says over Christmas, my mum thought she'd make a home classroom in our spare room so that we had a school space that we could work in during the day whilst we were homeschooling. I love that. That's so smart. Uh, freddie says i understand her logic it's nice to have a space that's just for the stress of school and then the rest of the house is a living space for relaxing but there was there was one big problem with that that she didn't consider all of our classes were on zoom and the first morning was a disaster because me and my brother and my sister were all on different zoom calls in the same room that didn't last long yeah i've heard people struggling with this just the fact that if everybody is doing like zoom calls in the house like parents kids school work whatever there isn't room for all those zoom calls to happen you can't all be in the same room because that is just chaos you'll hear everything it's like you know when call centers phone you up and you can just hear every other person in the call center in the background and it sounds terrible i mean that's what it'd be like it's not good it's not useful it's not a productive environment so i understand why you might have struggled with that but that's fun was there anything special about this school space? Did it have did it have a smart board? I would love a smart board at home. How fun would that be if you had your own smart board? Incredible. Did it have like desks laid out with a loads of empty ones? Probably, probably not. But that's what I'm imagining in my head. Just a, like a classroom with a smart board and rows of desks that are like all empty. That would be cool. Um, Jake says, uh, I don't know if this is a stay-at-home recreation, as such, but we did make a big fort at home with our bed sheets and pillows, and also two pop-out tents that we found in the loft. It was actually sick. It went from our lounge all the way up the stairs into my brother's bedroom. It was loads of fun, until that is, my dad tried to get downstairs and trampled on our fort. I'm not saying we didn't think of that. All I'll say is that the army shouldn't ask us to make their actual fort. Okay. Um, I mean, army forts probably aren't made out of pillows and pop-up tents, but I'm sure if they ever want to, they will be in touch. How did you get a fort up the stairs? I don't understand. Like, that's that's quite impressive, or at least it was until it got destroyed. Man, I haven't made a fort in so long, or a den, or anything like that. I have loads of boxes in my little basement that I live in. <laughs> this isn't like a, like a you know, it's like a, a flat that's in a basement. It's not just like a, an empty basement with you know concrete everywhere but i've got those boxes i should use them to make a den or f- that would be so cool i need to do that before before the pandemic is out uh, but thank you for those home recreations i'm very impressed at your your skills coming up next we will find out what's going on in what's going on and then Miles is here at 5. This is Ariana Grande, 34 plus 35 on Wizard Radio. Ariana Grande, Megan the Stallion, Doja Cap with the remix of 34 plus 35. It's Wizard Radio, Alec Feldman here. Miles is here at 5. Doja Cap plays before that. But now, let's return to. What's going on? So, before the news at 4 pm, I played you a clip that was confusing. It was short, it was chaotic, and I wanted you to try and come up with an explanation. I'm told it's been, you've struggled this week, it's been a bit of a hard one. So let's have a listen to it again, to remind ourselves what it is we're explaining.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: (laughs) So there's like a sort of a whirring of, it sounds like some machinery. There's some people, there's a guy laughing, then all of a sudden, it sounds like something kind of falls or breaks or something. And they all kind of scream, but like also kind of laugh. So it doesn't sound too serious, but something has, has startled them. But what, who are they? What are they startled by? Any ideas? Let's take a look. Georgina says, I have no idea why. I think uh, this is a snow plower that's plowing a huge heap of snow. The really loud machinery sounds like a snowplow. You know what I mean? It also sounds like the machine is moving, but very slowly, which is exactly how a slow plow moves. All the cheers at the end are because they've moved this this huge bit of snow, and then maybe it falls over or something like that. That's literally the only thing I think it could be. That's an interesting suggestion. Um, where are you living, where you know what snowplows sound like? Because I don't think I've ever seen a snowplow. They're, they're not really something I've ever seen used in the UK. Gritters, absolutely. But not so much snowplows, like the big the big kind of spade on the front. I've never seen or heard one of those in my life. Um, but it's a good guess. It's not a snowplow, but you are sort of along the right lines in that it is a large vehicle. There is a large vehicle involved, and it's the kind of vehicle that is providing some kind of public service. So you're not a million miles off. Um, but also, it sounds like they're kind of panicking. It's not like a wee, that they've cleared a massive bit of snow. It's more like an ah! Like they're startled by something. So you have failed to account for that, Georgina. But otherwise, a very solid guess. Thank you very much for playing What's Going On. Dan says, I think this could be in Scotland. I agree with you. So I was saying before, they do say something, but I can't work out what they say and I don't know whether that's because it's in a foreign language that I can't speak, or whether it's just in a really strong Scottish accent, which again, I don't understand. Who knows? So Dan agrees, he thinks it could also be in Scotland. It's either a Southern American or a strong Scottish accent, but I think it's Scottish, that's wild variation. Dan thinks it's in a factory, says, Now, there's one thing I've learned from the show Inside the Factory with Greg Wallace. It's that machines are really loud and noisy even if they're processing something that's really quiet. So here's my guess. This is an ice cream factory in Scotland, and the guys in the video are trying to fill up a tub of ice cream with as much ice cream as possible, which is why they're laughing. That's plausible, right? Yeah, you know what, Dan, it is. I feel like I'd be quite overexcited if I was filling up a tub of ice cream with as much ice cream as I could fit in. That would be fun. Yeah, um, it's a good guess. I, yeah, I'm, agree- I'm agreeing with you on the Scottish thing, but I don't know for sure. I can't, I can't confirm or deny. It's not a factory though. Um, it is a machine that's processing something, but like Julian said, it's also a vehicle. Mm, make of that what you will. Um, but the thing isn't really small. It is quite a large object that is being processed by said machine. It's not ice cream. I wish it was. That'd be fun. But no ice cream in this clip, unfortunately. Zoe, Zoe, you're onto something. Says that loud noise is definitely a truck. It's a big man truck. Maybe even one of those trucks they use to collect all the rubbish bins early in the morning. The kind where you hear every single movement that the truck makes, because it's just that big that you can hear everything. I think the driver's trying to do something stupid, and his friends are outside of the truck filming it, reacting to what's happening. And for some reason in my head, they're trying to use the truck to move a car, like physically move it using the truck but I'm probably wrong. Zoe, ding, 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 three ticks for you. You haven't got it completely right, but you have identified that it is a bin lorry. You see, the distinctive sound of a bin lorry that you should all recognize from being woken up by it at many points over the course of your life. It's a very distinctive bin noise, Um, but what's happening to the bin lorry? It's not a bin driver trying to like move a car or something and impress all his bin driver mates. But it, it is lots of like bin bin men, bin people, bin emptying operatives. Um, yeah, that's what it involves. but they're not trying to do a stunt. What's happening right? I can now tell you the thing happening in what's going on this week. it's a bin. It's a bin lorry, it's some bin men. The bin lorry is like you know picking up a bin like they do and emptying it out, but as it's emptying out, something jumps off it, a rat jumps off the bin and onto the ground and all these you know these like big laddie blokey bin men scream like babies it falls onto the ground and they're all like ah! oh my god a rat and the rat runs away and they're all running away and they're all scared of this big rat and it's quite funny and that is what's happening in the clip in what's going on this week so let's have a listen and we can imagine all of that unfolding <laughs> listen to that? Those supposedly you know, blokey binmen they deal with rubbish on a daily basis they're no stranger to gross things and bad smells, but they're all terrified of a a small rat who'd have thought and so that, my friends is that, that's what's going on and that is a nice place to end the show for today, really appreciate you listening it's always fun, it's always a laugh uh, thank you for getting involved. Don't forget to use the word paniversary in your day-to-day life. That's very important. We're, we're trying to make this a thing, even though I, I'm i not the person that invented the word as much as I'd love to be. If you missed anything, always the podcast. You can get that whenever you fancy it. It's Alec Feldman, the podcast. That's what it's called. Come on. Download it, subscribe to it, listen to it, share it with your friends, get it on all of your podcast platforms. I will see you on Friday at 3pm for the weekly mixtape. Check that out. That's a fun show. And also back here on Saturday, 3 till 5. Mars Mikorski is coming up next. Doja Cat Streets is before that. Have a great afternoon. Here goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast.
1: Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio based fun.